Hello, Colorado. This is Philip Jordan with I Love Colorado Beer Podcast. I Love Colorado Beer is your home for great beer gear, including t-shirts, koozies, sweatshirts, hats, and much more. Just go to ilovecoloradobeer.com. Today on our show, we have Karen, owner at Grand Lake Brewing. All right, I'm Philip with I Love Colorado Beer here with Karen from Grand Lake Brewery. How are you, Karen? I'm fine, thank you. Excellent. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm Karen, and I own the brewery. I also help with the logistics of uh, taking orders from the liquor stores around the state of Colorado, and I also uh, help with the deliveries and handle the uh, paperwork and the inventory and purchasing of the products that we need to make the beer. How long have you been part of this? Uh, it's been 14, 13 years now, 13 years, and uh, from the very beginning. And did you start the brewery, or was it already existing? No, we started the brewery, my husband and myself. Awesome. Um, what area are you in? Well, we grew up in Grand Lake, okay. and our beers are pretty much throughout Colorado, but most, you know, you can find our beer anywhere in Grand County. <laughs> and then in the Denver metro area, we're in a multitude of liquor stores, also a lot of draft accounts, and then also up into Fort Collins, Loveland, Greeley. My son handles those areas as our northern representative. And then we also have Colorado Springs and some of the southern mountain areas. Perfect. So what were some of the challenges you experienced with preparing to open? the brewery and getting that set up? I think one of the problems that we had from the beginning is we just never had enough space. Sure. Because uh, when we wanted to start bottling, it became a dilemma as to where to put the bottling line because it was a small area Mm -hmm. in the downtown part of Grand Lake. Um, We solved that problem by going into a warehouse outside of the town itself, and then we expanded our brewing capacity as well. Perfect. How did you how did you find your brewer, and what process was that? Well, honestly, um, my husband handled most of that, but I do recall that it was a matter of a posting on one of the brewer's sites, sure. and we had a response from the fellow that is now our brewer, and he came very highly recommended, and we've been very, very happy with uh, what he's done. So you've had just the one brewer? There was a time where we had uh, another assistant brewer that helped mm-hmm. for a while, and then uh, in the last two, three, four years, we've had people that have helped with the bottling, but not necessarily the brewing. So, Karen, do you and your or your husband have you guys ever brewed yourselves? My husband, uh, many years ago, um, he, he was uh, just a handcraft. Uh, what do you call it? A home brewer. And uh, but I've, I've never tasted any of his beers. That was before me. Okay. And uh, but I've never tried home brewing. No. Excellent. So, do you know what was the first system that you guys started with at Grand Lake? believe it was, from memory, I think it was a seven-barrel system is what we started. Sure. And one one system, and you expanded from there? Yes. Yeah, we had that system, and then when we outgrew that, we actually sold that system and bought the 15-barrel system that we're currently using. Do you recall the first beer that you ever brewed? Oh, boy. <laughs> I know the first one that people uh, knew us for is the Wooly Booger Nut Brown Ale. And from that beer, uh, what we did when we first started it, we put out a contest for people to uh, help name the beer. So that was one of our first beers. And it was actually a customer who entered the contest that named the beer. That's awesome. So what kind of a beer is that? It's a nut brown ale. And it is really one of the ones that we're most known for. Also, it's the one we have in most draft accounts. And uh, it's just really an easy drinking, middle of the road, delicious beer. So you bottle that? 
Yes, absolutely. Excellent. So you can find it at your local liquor, liquor store. Oh, absolutely, yes. Great. So what was the growth of your operation? Tell me a little bit about how you guys grew. Well, you know, first we were in a small location on the boardwalk in Grand Lake. It, we outgrew that almost immediately. Just didn't have enough room for customers in the summer. Um, we left that location. We moved the brew house and everything out to a warehouse right off Highway 34, expanded into the 15 barrel. Uh, even while we were at the downtown location, we started bottling. Okay. And it was always kind of a process uh, because of the short the, the space that we did not have. Right. But we made it work. We started with bombers, yep. so we had a bomber bottling, and then we went into an actual Mahin. Uh, I think it's a six head bottler. Yep. And um, then we just started uh, distributing ourselves throughout the Denver metro, and uh, we got a whole lot of uh, really good accounts. And uh, we just you know we still. Uh, we cultivate our business by going to our liquor stores and getting more liquor stores. Sure. So in your new location, how many brew, how many fermenters, how many barrel systems do you have? Okay, it's a 15 barrel system. I believe we have four fermenters and uh, I guess four bright tanks. Yep. I'm not sure yep. of all the terminology. That's correct. How many do you have on tap at your tap rooms? Oh, we have 12 beers on draft. Okay, so that's at your Grand Lake location? No. Um... At the brew house up in Grand Lake, we do not have a public location. Okay. It's down here in Old Town, Arvada. So tell me how that works. Well, um, we took our tasting room license, and when we felt like we had wanted to go into a bigger market year-round, mm-hmm. we decided to move our tasting room license down to Old Town, Arvada. So that allows us to continue brewing in Grand Lake, and we have a lot of exposure up there with all the other restaurants. Sure. They all have us on draft. But we don't have, like I said, the tasting room here. We only have one license for one tasting room. We brought it down to Old Town, Arvada. Just, again, so that we have a more year-round business. It's very seasonal up in Grand Lake. So how does that work going between Grand Lake and Arvada? Well, you know, it works out really well because um, we actually self-distribute. So we have to bring case product and draft down the mountain, as we call it, every week. And so we go up every week with product, I mean, uh, supplies, uh, grain, glass, labels. And then uh, the return trip is bringing um, beer down, case uh, product and draft, not only for our customers, but for the tavern. So we deliver once a week to the tavern based on what our partner at the tavern tells us he needs. Awesome. So how long have you been canning then? Well, we don't can. You don't can. You bottle. We bottle. We strictly how, bottle. Yeah. How long have you been bottling? Bottling. Uh, Since you started, right? So Well, not quite. Uh, we started bottling, I believe, in 2006. And your doors opened up in? 2002 when we were on the boardwalk in Grand Lake. Okay, so and we had like four years where we just had uh, like some bombers being bottled, I think that yep. was it. And then also just uh, the tap room, our tasting room in Grand Lake itself. And then you transitioned to Arvada in what year? 2014. 2014. Cool. So... What style of beers are your are you guys' favorite? What are your flagships? Well, okay, the people know us for our plaid bastard. That's okay. what plaid you might bastard. call a flagship. Yep. It's a strong scotch ale. It's got a real dark, smoky flavor with a hint of raisin. Huh. Uh, our other flagship would be the woolly booger. Yep. And our brown ale. Our white cap wheat is also a very uh, popular beer in our lineup. Um, it's a, an unfiltered wheat, got a lot of flavor, and it has that yeast at the bottom of the drink, which is just great. You know? Delicious. And Absolutely. Lastly, you know, the one that's really up and coming that people are beginning to finally notice is our Stump Jumper IPA. 
Okay. It's a great IPA. It's got all the hops you could possibly want, but it's very balanced. How long have you been brewing that? Oh, gosh. Uh, I want to say, oh, gosh, almost from the beginning. In the beginning, we just had the name IPA. Okay. We decided it needed a real name, so we called it Stump Jumper. (laughs) Do you guys try to keep your beers pretty consistent, or are you guys always kind of playing around, experimenting? No, you know, the one thing that's known for with our beers is that uh, we like to say that we're highly drinkable. We don't do anything extreme. Every now and then we'll do, you know, maybe a bomber that's a specialty beer. But all of our beers, uh, and we have like eight or so that we brew regularly, are always consistent. Okay. Seasonal beers, do you guys do? We do some seasonal simply because we have to have, uh, with the 12 beers on draft at the tavern, we have to go beyond those eight that we normally do. And people love surprises. So we had a Doppelbach for the winter. We did a, uh, recently, for the first time, a sour. We did a uh, raspberry sour brown. Oh, that sounds delicious. Uh, and right now, we're getting ready to release a citrus shandy, okay. which we're calling kick and back shandy. Nice. So we're all excited about that, too. And there's been some other seasons. So what beer has surprised you as far as sales? Well, you know, lately, I think I can understand why it is, but lately, Stump Jumper IPA has surprised okay. me. because that's Colorado the one, IPA. Yeah, but that's the one at the tavern we seem to go through the fastest. That one, and then our Vienna Lager is really, really good, too. That's another one that we really go through. Uh, it's got just uh, enough flavor, but it's a lager, so it's light. Yep. I'll, have to, I'll have to try that oh, yeah. one. Oh, yeah. So tell me a little bit about your tap room, then. Um, well, let's see. We started that in 2014. We do have a partner that runs that location for okay. us because we're just too busy with yep. distribution of the beer. Um, it's, it's kind of an industrial... Um, uh, rustic look. We have uh, uh, steel on the walls along with some wood. Um, The 12 beers are draft. We do have a full kitchen. Nice. And I like to make sure people know that because the food is amazing. It's uh, handcrafted, just like our beer. It's pizzas, calzones, salads, and we only use fresh ingredients. And so it's it's great food. Plus, we try to have uh, fun things going on for uh, customers. On Tuesday night, uh, we have bluegrass. Every Tuesday night, and then on Wednesdays, they do that uh, Cards for Humanity. Yep, like Cards that? for Humanity. Something like that. got it. Yeah, yeah. And then on weekends, we occasionally have bands. So it's a nice, uh, fun location for any age. What are your hours there? Um, during the week right now, we're open from 3 till 9. On weekends, we're open from 12 till 11. Okay. Now, with summer coming on, we'll probably expand on those hours. Sure. Now, is your guys' place uh, pet-friendly? No. Unfortunately, because we have a full kitchen yep. and we serve food, can't Makes sense. Animals. Yeah, yep. that's the unfortunate part. Yeah. How about how about families? How does your? Oh yeah, very family friendly. Absolutely. Excellent. So you guys have other things to offer other than beer? Oh yeah, we have. Of course, we have the televisions, and you know, they, we put the, the NFL football season. We put the NFL games on and stuff yep. like that. And like I said, we have special nights. You know, where they have the games and stuff. But yeah, definitely family friendly. Very cool. So. Um, how many festivals are you guys in this summer? Oh, my goodness. Well, my son, <laughs> guys, yeah. <laughs> I have to mention him. Uh, my son, Warren, he is, um, I think he's 22 now. Okay. I should know his name. Okay. He's 22 <laughs> now, and he loves doing the festivals. So he sends me over weekly a list of ones that he'd like to do, and I just sign him up. So because of him, I mean, he's, we're doing more festivals. I mean, I, I enjoy them, but I've been there, done that. So I, myself, and my husband, we're going to do two or three ourselves. But Warren's going to probably do two or three a month. Okay, so most likely if we see you guys at a brew fest, we can say, hey, Warren. Yeah, and he'll be there. Says, he'll absolutely be there. He loves the whole uh, 
the whole industry. And he's very knowledgeable about it. Even though he's just been drinking for a year or two, he knows his beer. Sure. So do you guys communicate a lot with other breweries in the area? Uh, Yeah, you know, we've become very friendly with the ones in Old Town Arvada. It's a nice community. And um, Yak and Yeti, they're great. And Odyssey, they're great. Arvada beer. Anybody in that area that uh, we we go do events together, you know, associated with their Arvada chamber, which, of course, we're a part of. And... uh, you know, there are other breweries that we've been friends with over the years. Um, when we see them at festivals, it's, hey, you know, how's it going? But, you know, we all keep busy. Sure. Do you guys feel like you've um, modeled anything that you guys do or practice based on other breweries? or? Hmm. Really. I know that um, what we're trying to do is, uh, let's see, what's the word for it? My son, again, 22. Yep. He has some ideas that are more modern, that are more geared toward the younger drinkers. And sure. we are trying to go in that direction. You know, my husband and I both moved a little older. Yep. We've always loved, you know, the scenic beauty of Grand Lake. And that's what's depicted mostly on our six-packs. And I still really love that artwork by a gal named Danya up in Winter Park. She's amazing. I have to put a plug in for her. <laughs> Danya Anderson, she is really something. And, the, and these are at the, these are at the Arvada tap room. Yeah, all these beers are, but also in our six-pack carriers, you know, that's what I'm talking about, and our labels. Got it. She's designed some beautiful stuff, but what I was getting to is that we are starting to try to lean toward more attracting the younger guys and gals. Absolutely. Because uh, a lot of your drinkers at the microbrew world are now 25 to 35. Yep. So, um, are you guys going to participate in the the Great American Brew Fest? You know, uh, no. You know, we've done it in years past, yep. and um, it just hasn't really done a lot for us. We do better with smaller festivals yep. and, and uh, beer tastings. You know, when people try our beer, they love our yep. beer. So, we, we kind of stopped doing the DABF about four years ago. Sure. Yeah. It becomes more of a all-around beer. It, yeah. It's hard to stand it's out. It's overwhelming, and, and yeah, you don't not, stand out. No. Exactly. So, what are a little bit of your future plans? I know you kind of want to contemporize, modernize yeah, the yeah. things. Um, I think just to continue expanding into more liquor stores, into more draft, um, and just, um, and you know, hopefully uh, Tavern will continue to grow. It's done very well this last winter in Old Town, Arvada, even though, um, really, you know, with wet and rain and everything else, mm-hmm. people are still coming in and we keep getting more uh, more people to come as we go along. So that's mostly what we're doing. We're just going to cultivate what we have. Excellent. So how far out can we find your beer in Colorado? You guys are just in Colorado. Do you guys distribute? No, we're, we're strictly in Colorado. Yep. Uh, we produce just enough for that right now. Yeah, so how far out can we? Well, South funny thing, we, we just started uh, distributing down into Monta Vista. We awesome. just delivered down there last weekend. Wow. And Pagosa Springs. Excellent. And then we also have a, a customer in Divide, and we're working on one in Buena Vista. He's already given us an order. We just need to get back down there. Um, we go north as far as like Fort Collins, Loveland, into Estes Park, of course. You know, mm-hmm. that's just over the pass from Grand Lake. And uh, just, you know, just trying to get more customers in those areas. Sure. So out of all the beers that you've described that you guys have, if you were to tell our listeners one beer that you would really want them to try, to try to captivate them, what would it be? I have two that I would have to throw out. But Go plaid, for it. Plaid Bastard, if you like a darker beer. Okay. And then our Wooly Booger. I love that beer, just because it's such an easy, delightful drinking beer. Excellent. And so how can Isle of Colorado Beer and our listeners help you guys, help Grand Lake Brewery succeed? Ah, uh, you know, just just a lot of it. Social media, you know, a tweet about us, um, you know, Facebook about us. Come to the tavern, try the the food and the beer, you know, and just just keep you know keep a good thought about Grand Lake Brewing. Perfect. Is there anything else that we haven't discussed you'd like to throw out there? 
think so. You know, I should mention my other son Hunter because I feel I feel bad because he's a good kid too. So this is definitely a family business. It is a family business. I mean, we consider a brewer family at this point in time. But uh, Hunter is very helpful. He's a big kid, and he's real helpful with the muscle part of it, moving the cakes, moving the cases, taking the grain up, unloading the grain, and actually bottling. He's really gotten really far, and he's trying to learn the brewing process. So I mean, he's he's part of it too, and I cannot leave him out. Potential future brewer here. You got it. So we do have one more part of this, and this is the lightning round questions. And you have not seen any of these questions, have you? No. You're so this is totally surprised you. Yes, it is. Excellent. All right. So what we're going to do is I'm going to go through, and I have 13 questions here. I'm going to time you. We're going to put you on the clock, and at the end, as our listeners know, at the end of the year, we're going to go ahead and give a prize to the fastest person who answers these. Uh, put you on the spot here. Okay. Are you ready to go? I'm ready. All right. Clock starts now. What is the best beer you've ever made and why? Blue Booger because it's highly drinkable. Do you prefer cans or bottles? Bottles. Ales or lagers? Ales. What is the best brewery in the world? <laughs> Grand <Lake> Brewing. <laughs> What's the best beer in the world? Plaid Basker. What is more fun? Denver or the mountains? Mountains. What's so great about beer? Uh, refreshing. What country makes the best beer? USA. How frequently do you guys have to kick someone out because they drink too much? Never. Is Budweiser actually the king of beer? No. <laughs> What's worse, a skunk or a skunky beer? Skunky beer. In the movie Strange Brew, what did Doug and Bob claim to find in the beer bottle? I don't remember. <laughs> Excellent. It's a mouse. So, so that was 54 seconds. That was awesome. Good job. Is there anything that you would like to go back and, and say anything about? Or are you pretty comfortable with all your answers? Pretty comfortable, although, you know, I have to say, bloggers, ales, I love them both. Absolutely. Very cool. Well, thank you very much for, for your time. And uh, we'll look forward to coming over to your tap room in Arvada. What's the address? It's 5610 Yukon Street. Excellent. It's a block west of the main drag there in Oldfield. So. so how can we uh, get a hold of you via Facebook? Um, you know... Uh, are you guys at... Are you guys uh, just Grand Lake Brewery on Facebook? Yeah, Grand Lake Brewing. Brewing. Grand Lake Brewing. Mm-hmm. And you guys have anything else, Twitter? Uh, Do you guys have a Twitter account? Yeah, or? it's uh, at Grand Lake Brew. At Grand Lake Brew. Yeah. Perfect. All right, well, our listeners are finding. Thanks so much. Right. Appreciate it. Special thanks again to Karen at Grand Lake Brewing. We appreciate your time. Please stop by I Love Colorado Beer to listen to more great podcasts and check out our beer gear.